0: Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Huff. All right, folks, you are listening to conservative, not bitter talk in a very bitter, very bitter world as the Democrats think they've gotten away with this. The media doing their best to let the Democrats get away with this, and we're doing our best to give you the truth give you the truth what's going on here talk about the status of uh, of this election talk about gee whiz there's just i mean it's it's overwhelming we got swalwell out there uh, we've got all of this data coming in from um you know studies on how many votes there's a an expert who says that counties that use Dominion voting systems machines are showing a 2 to 3% swing to Biden. What a coincidence, by the way. What a coincidence. We had the, the information uh, yesterday that was released, or maybe the day before now, I guess, um, about the Antrim County, Michigan voting machines, 68.05 error rate, in fact, I think another state showed a 70, was it Arizona? A 70, percent error rate. We had the CEO of Dominion Voting Systems yesterday testifying in, I believe it was Michigan. Yeah, they wanted to wait until after the votes were certified, allegedly. I mean, I guess they were certified, but the process that they can actually... The process they undertook was not certification. It was just, hey, let's just ram this thing through, check it off. The next thing you know, Mitch McConnell, for those of you who didn't see this, Mitch McConnell, Senate Majority Leader from the floor of the Senate yesterday, um, congratulating Joe Biden on being president-elect. This has upset a lot of Trump supporters, a lot of uh, folks that still want to see a fight. In fact, the next phase that we're going to be heading into quickly here is the January 6th phase when Congress convenes, the new Congress will convene to um, approve, accept the vote of the, of the Electoral College. And challenges can be made to this. And by the way, challenges should be made to this. And I look, If you're listening from Senator Mike Braun's office this morning, if you're listening from Senator Todd Young's office this morning, this is the time again for you to stand up. This is – look, the information, the evidence is overwhelming. It's overwhelming, and there needs to be a House member who raises objections – to the certification and a senator if that happens then both houses have to break off and debate of course there's a problem because well republicans do not control the house of representatives of course you don't know if they control the house of representatives because of the election that they're trying to certify i mean it's, it's just a remarkable thing it is a truly remarkable thing and you're you're told i'm told that everything is hunky-dory apple pie that there's nothing to see here, that everything was above board. In fact, this was the most. It's just remarkable how they how they do this. The the most. Uh, what what they say the most um, secure election in the history of mankind, in the history of the world. This is the most secure election ever. This is what they're saying, whistling past their graveyard. And so again. It's going to come down to everyday Americans demanding that state legislatures continue to stand up, investigate this stuff, expose the fraud, get this stuff on the record, let people see how truly incomprehensible this stuff is, continue to make this known, continue to shine the light. Again, these folks do not like the light. These folks who operate in the darkness are in fact enemies of the light they're enemies of good these folks that are intentionally trying to deceive you whether they be the media whether they be establishment type republicans power hungry folks the radical left these folks are not good individuals we have to stand up that's the only thing that's ever worked throughout human history folks is for good to stand up and oppose and oppose the evil that we are seeing it is rampant it is inexcusable it is overwhelming and yet we see folks just whistling past the graveyard people with congressman or senator next to their name and so we have to make sure that they understand that this is not to be accepted this is not this, – this, this cannot be allowed to be accepted for so many reasons I don't even know where to begin. Number one, number one, why are you allowing folks to lecture us about our democracy as Joe Biden has, President G Biden, as they, they lecture us about maintaining our democracy as they are determining what your vote is? Think about that. They've determined what your vote is. That's unlike democracy – to you, where they determine your your vote. What about this next election coming up here in heck? Just a couple of weeks now, three weeks, when Assad and Purdue and uh, Warnick, the radical communist who's had Fidel Castro. We we, we look at his church. Now he was a youth pastor, I guess a youth pastor back in those days. But to think that we have someone running for Congress. And they didn't just welcome Fidel Castro in to try to, you know, bridge relations with the Cuban people or some such thing, or offer ministry help to the people suffering under under communism, or to try to to talk some sense into the maniacal dictator, crazy though that may have been. No, no, no. If you watch the video, they stand in applause. I think they may have screamed, Vive Fidel. I mean, silly stuff like this. That is church. That guy's running for Senate. And if we're not careful, he's going to win the Senate. May, dare I say, if we allow the same thing to happen that just happened on November 3rd to happen again on January 5th, he will be the senator, the senator one of the two senators. And so will, as Rush calls him, the pajama boy, John Ossoff, as they face off against Purdue and Loeffler. But again, you know, th- where, where are Purdue and Loeffler? As far as demanding that the last election, the last election be corrected. They're not out there doing that. They're talking about this next one. I get whistling past the graveyard, acting as though that was nothing. There was nothing to see there, nothing unusual. You have a whole bunch of Republicans running the state of Georgia. Governor Brian Kemp, Lieutenant Governor Jeff Duncan, who, by the way, I'm waiting for your five-minute video. Lieutenant Governor Jeff Duncan from the state of Georgia, if you would just do your five-minute video, you said if you had five minutes to spend with every voter in Georgia, you could convince them. You could convince them that everything was above board, that this election was full of integrity, that it was the most secure in the history of the universe. Maybe, probably, yeah, even in other, other worlds that exist out there. There's life out there, other planets having elections somewhere in the faraway galaxies. I'm sure Jeff Duncan will tell you this election was more secure than that one. Whatever they're doing, we're doing it better. <laughs> we're doing it better. It's just it is truly remarkable the things that they are trying. This is 1984. I am telling you we are living out the pages of 1984 where the what you see. You have sophists, you have pretenders, you have deceivers, you have liars who get up there and tell you that's not what you see. No, no, no. This is good. This is good for America. What you saw was democracy in action. When you saw those people pulling those suitcases of ballots out from under the table in Georgia, that was democracy in action. Democracy in action. Your vote being counted. In fact, when they threw out the Republican Now, well, all the poll watchers and then magically the time that they threw out the poll watchers, Biden had numbers that were statistically impossible in the in the counts as they continued counting, even though they told us they weren't counting, even though they told us that there was a burst of water pipe that made people have to go home. I mean, you saw the footage. Did it look like to you that there was water spraying in on the. On those ballots, well, they told us they didn't damage the ballots, though. So, but it was bad enough to send people home, whatever that's supposed to mean. Then they started counting anyway. That is the best that they can do. That is the most secure, trustworthy election in the history of the world. Jeff Duncan says if he just has five minutes with you, five minutes, he could explain it to you. I've already been talking for more than five minutes. Jeff Duncan could set aside he could set his alarm clock 5 minutes earlier today. Lieutenant Governor Duncan set that alarm clock 5 minutes earlier. You probably don't have to even prep. It's so easy. So easy just turn on your, you know, got to get prettied up there. Get prettied up, get in front of the iPhone, make sure you look just so, the hair is just in the right position. Got that smile made for TV smile, ready to go. Go to your iPhone, sit down and just talk to talk to it. 5 minutes Set the timer. Heck, you can probably do it in less than five minutes. You can probably do it in four minutes. It's so straightforward. Just tell us, explain it to us. You know, if it can be explained, I'll listen. I mean, I don't know how in the world you're going to cover all the questions I have in five minutes. But reasonable people will listen to what you're going to say. But the problem is, the problem is there are no answers for these things because the, the evidence is overwhelming And what happened intentionally is obvious. It's absolutely obvious. And So now you're asking Georgians to just vote again. Just do it again. Because, hey, why not? We got to win the seats or the Democrats are going to ruin everything that we have in this country. They're going to turn us socialists. Okay, fine. On board with that. Totally believe that that's going to be the case not necessarily big fans of the other candidates you have on the ballot, but they're better than the guy that voted or welcomed Castro into his church. That should go without saying. Better than Pajama Boy over there. Those are obvious things to me. But, but, how do we know our votes being counted? Because you tell us so. Hmm. What about all the questions, the irregularities, the statistical anomalies, the statistical impossibilities? What about all that? What about the findings that show Dominion has a 68%, 70% error rate? What about the researcher who said that counties that use Dominion voting systems have a 2 to 3% swing for Joe Biden? What about all that? Nothing. I don't know how you're going to cover that in your five minutes. Brad Raffensburger down there as well. Raffensburger's tweeting out, giving advice to the Leffler and Purdue campaigns. Why doesn't this guy just pay attention to running the elections? I mean, he's a Secretary of State down there. It's an absolute atrocity. And if Georgians I mean, well, I was gonna say if you vote these folks back in, you deserve what you get. But the problem is you don't know if your vote's being counted. They may be, well, don't want to go down that road, but you you just wonder how deep this problem runs how far back this problem goes and these are reasonable questions and you should not let anyone make you feel like you're not an american for for raising these questions or that you're paranoid because this is what the evidence is showing us this is what the evidence is showing us right before our very eyes anyway okay so that's kind of a a, a, a i guess a snapshot of, of where we are with with a couple of things pertaining to the election we've got sydney powell out there still clamoring that all these machines need to be uh, need to be taken and and there uh a forensic audit conducted on these machines we've got i mean lots of things of, of course in the news with this you've got states that are calling in witnesses and i mentioned the ceo of antrim out there um it's not a Antrim of, of dominion voting systems in michigan basically you know giving us a his best impersonation of the dramacrafts yesterday performance designed to mislead and not answer questions in fact i saw i saw where he said the um, these machines are intended the intended use of these machines and then he explained what they're supposed to do well no one cares about the intent what do they actually do what do they actually do how are they actually set up to to operate do they actually connect to the internet why are you charging some of them had little modems and there's a line a line item on an invoice that says modem services to connect these machines ostensibly to the internet what else do you need modem services for a for a vote counting machine for but the american people don't know this they've been told incessantly by the media by fake news by jokers out there like jim acosta who i've got a Soundbite: The media was all thrilled with Jim Acosta. The left was all thrilled with Jim Acosta yesterday for a comment he made to kaylee McEnany as she was well, as she was walking off the uh, from the podium yesterday. He asked these questions when she's walking away. We'll get into that in a moment. She la- she laid into the media, talking about how they don't do their job and all of that, which of course is true. I th- there are so many problems that we're dealing with right now but again look I don't I know these things can can be can be heavy <laughs> and uh but but this is um I think more and more people are awakened to what we're dealing with is it enough that is left to be determined that is left to be determined but we have to continue to speak the truth we have to continue to answer answer questions we have to continue to hold our elected officials accountable which is why i'm calling on senator mike braun who's a friend of this program to not be afraid to when a a member of the house accepts or raises an objection on january 6th to stand firm i would say the same to todd young but i've not seen todd young even present I feel like that's a waste of of breath at this particular point. But anyway, this is not over. We're still in the fight. And there's a lot of of good news. The more people are engaged, the more people know about what's going on, the more likely they are to be outraged by these atrocities. The more likely they are to be outraged, the more likely they are to want to participate in fighting back. And we've got to get real candidates who will do a— you know the job of the american people and we've got to continue to rally around the truth demand that these folks that are perpetrating these lies and deceit wherever they find themselves republican party democrat party media that these folks face the music that they are held accountable for their lies and deceit and that sort of thing as well and that's still going on out there but that energy has got to stay up and i've got to take a break long in this segment You're listening to conservative, not bitter talk. I am your host, Todd Huff back here in just a minute. Facebook is now up and running for those of you who tune in to see my lovely bright and shining face, even though, yes, it is a face for radio on Facebook each and every morning. Technical glitch here that we got fixed during the break. So I mentioned before said break, before said break, Kaylee McEnany standing behind the podium yesterday, press briefing. I want to play the end of this first, and I'm to go back and then play what she said pertaining to um, what led up to these comments by Jim Acosta. You know Jim Acosta, right? Jim Acosta, fake news. In fact, one of my all-time favorite Trump interactions with the media was when Trump kind of set Acosta up, and he said, Jim, I think he may have said – I don't know if he said, I'm sorry for calling you fake news or some such thing, <laughs> and Jim kind of took the bait. Jim kind of took the bait and was, okay, I don't know, kind of nodding in agreement or some such thing, and then President Trump says, you're very fake news. I love it, because he is. This guy, this guy is, his interest in truth and reality and in communicating that truth is next to actually it's zero. It may be negative if that's even mathematically possible. If we have if we have Biden out there winning one hundred percent, one hundred and thirty percent of the Democrat votes in certain Arizona counties, certainly we can have Jim Acosta caring about truth a negative percentage. So anyway, so Jim Acosta, bear with me here a second. Okay, sorry, my device where I'm going to trigger this sound bite from was asking me a question that's never asked me before, and I wasn't sure how to answer it. We'll find out really quickly if I answered it correctly. But anyhow, so Kaylee McEnany versus Jim Acosta. This is the same Jim Acosta you may remember who had to wrestle a microphone away from an intern. You remember this? Some female intern, some 20-year-old girl, this is where I said Jim Acosta needs to spend more time with tough guy Chris Cuomo in the gym. He could show Jim Acosta, tough guy Chris Cuomo, could show Jim Acosta how to wrestle said microphone away from the 20-year-old intern working at the White House a couple of years ago. You remember this? Pathetic scene. He wouldn't let the intern take the microphone. Young, young girl, she goes in to take the microphone kind of... They both have their hands on it. He's kind of giving her a block with the shoulder, turning his back so he can keep it like a little, you know, like a like a five-year-old child who you say, give me the toy back, and they say no. That's kind of what this looked like. And that's kind of how I view Jim Acosta. He, he is a hack. He is not sincere. He is not genuine. He has one objective there, and that is to make you think that the narrative he and his network and the other crazies in the mainstream media are perpetrating, which is, of course, anti-Trump, which is, of course, pro-socialist, which is, of course, pro-Democrat, which is not pro-constitution, anti-constitution. So he's the guy. So Kaylee McEnany yesterday at this press conference, after basically hammering the press, hammering the press, concludes her remarks and she's going to say something here i'm going to play this as nine second soundbite she makes her concluding remarks she picks up her i don't know papers or whatever and she walks away from the podium and you have to listen to jim mccosta he's kind of i don't want to say yelling because he's not yelling but he's he's trying to get her to hear his question and i want you to listen to this question and then we're going to play the rest of her soundbite after the break so you can hear how she dropped the hammer on these jokers but Listen to Jim Acosta, what he's saying here as she's walking away from the podium.
1: What was a story all along and not Russia disinformation? Isn't it it hypocritical for you to accuse others of disinformation when you spread it every day?
0: Isn't it hypocritical of of you to accuse others of disinformation, namely those sitting in that room, namely Jim Acosta, who's probably first at the top of that list? Isn't it hypocritical, he asks, of you to accuse others of disinformation when you engage in it every day. Reporters, folks, this is the media. This is the media. Look, tough questions are one thing. Tough questions are one thing. But when you take a side, when you take a side in an argument, you're no longer the moderator. You're no longer the independent observer. You're no longer the journalist. You become – and it's it's remarkable to me how – I know you get this, but just how many people outside of uh, the the world that follows these things closely even understands that we have a problem? The idea that a sitting journalist would would, would be so not a journalist here, boldly, proudly, and hear other journalists applaud it. I've seen it on Twitter people people tweeting out things jim acosta doesn't give any blanks doesn't have any blanks left to give insert your four letter f word there is what they said on twitter multiple times anyway gonna play kaylee's soundbite when we return quick timeout is in order sit tight back here in just a minute Welcome back. Just a couple of days left. Just a couple of days left to participate with our friends at Shepherd Community, caringatchristmas.com. Just a couple of days left. Before that deadline, that's Friday. You can go to the website today, caringatchristmas.com. You can shop for uh, the kids, the kids that are looking, uh, who are in need of Christmas this year and you can do that by going to the target christmas wish list on the website the amazon christmas uh, christmas wish list that's a mouthful there or you can uh, you can go and shop wherever you normally shop and you can take the toys to one of our three conveniently located drop-off locations the freedom 95 studios in franklin our offices in mooresville Mr. Quick Home Services offices at 86th and Georgetown Road on the north-northwest side of Indianapolis. Time is ticking. Christmas is coming. In fact, it's what, uh, by the way, I should say happy birthday to my grandmother today. Happy birthday, Grandma. So we're just, what, nine days away from Christmas. So that ends Friday. So get your uh, get your gifts in. And, folks, I appreciate the support and help that you've provided uh, that you've given to Shepherd Community. They do things the right way. I'm thoroughly impressed with them, and I think you would be too. CaringatChristmas.com is the website where you can find out more information on how you can participate and help a child in need this Christmas season. So let's go to let's go to the sound bites here. Kaylee McEnany. So this is what preceded Jim Acosta getting his panties in a bunch with Kaylee McEnany yesterday when she... Um, she made some comments about the media not doing their job um, as she walked away from the podium. And he said, How can you basically accuse people for you know, telling lies when you engage in disinformation every day? So, this is what she was saying leading up to this. And so she lays into the media. And I love this. I love this. So, let's just get a, a flavor of what she says. Here it is
1: which gave Iran piles of cash and a, a, a deal with a sunset provision that would have allowed them to get nuclear weapons, uh, this president has isolated Iran, and he's done it through four peace deals, which is four more than his predecessor. Um, but it's unfortunate that it doesn't give much coverage um, in the mainstream media. Uh, but I guess we shouldn't be surprised, because in the last 24, 48 hours, there have been quite a few stories that have not gotten a ton of coverage in the mainstream media. Um, as former White House press Secretary Ari Fleischer said bias is often found in stories the press does not cover. And last week we found out that Democrat Congressman Eric Swalwell was infiltrated by an alleged Chinese spy. The spy cozied up to Swalwell, raised funds for his 2014 campaign and even planted an intern in his office. And that relationship continued until the FBI briefed him in 2015. And that was some very good reporting done by Axios. Um, but after entangling with this spy for years, Swalwell hypocritically went on to be one of the lead instigators of the Russia collusion hooks in the impeachment sham. Swalwell wrote this on his congressional webpage: President Trump and his team are directly and indirectly tied to Russia. That was not true. He then said in September of 2020, the president has a compromised relationship with Russia. Untrue. April of 2019, he said President Trump certainly acts on Russia's behalf and acts like Russia's leader. Not true. Uh, January 2019, Eric Swalwell said it's pretty clear President Donald Trump is an agent of Russia. Not true. And Swalwell shamelessly claimed Donald Trump Jr. and Jared Kushner had an eagerness and a willingness to work with the Russians during the 2016 election. Again it was false. Um, In 2019, he falsely claimed this yet again when inquired about collusion by a reporter. And these baseless attacks were false, yet covered breathlessly by the media. Uh, There was no coverage, however, of Swalwell being the one implicated with not Russia, but China. In fact, the New York Times website, as of this morning, had not one result for Eric Swalwell's ties to Chinese spies. Not one result. And when the Swalwell story broke, guess how many minutes of coverage it got on ABC, NBC, MSNBC, and CBS? Zero. CNN devoted three minutes and 16 seconds to it. Um, However, it was covered on Fox. Okay,
0: so you get the idea Um, here. She's giving them information. She's lecturing them, which I I personally love this, by the way. They're sitting there. They're a captive audience. She just basically says to them what she's saying here, which is, um, you know, you guys don't do your job. You guys are part of the problem. You guys are not media. You are effectively the PR firm. She didn't say this, but she may as well have said it. You're the PR firm, the PR arm of the Democrat Party, public relations. You're out there to try to spin the narrative. You're out there to try to help your, your candidates, help your side. You're not journalists. Which is that I want to talk about that when we get when we get back. Journalism. What is journalism? We don't. We don't even have any examples. There's, I shouldn't say any. There's a couple of journalists out there. I think of Catherine Herridge as a journalist. She used to be with Fox. I think now she's with CNN or I'm not CBS. Definitely not CNN. They wouldn't know what a journalist was if it smacked them up the side of the head. But um, she's a good journalist. You've got Cheryl Atkinson. You've got some others. You've got some others. They're few and, and far between because most people believe it's their job. To take what is happening in society or what they can make you think is happening in our society, in our government, and then use that as a as a tool to get you to think what they want you to think, to get you to vote how they want you to vote. And if that's not good enough, as I as it seems obvious to me in twenty twenty was not good enough, then then they'll go to plan B, which is just just change the votes. Just change it. Just, you know, just go in there and have so much massive fraud and then and then ignore the fraud and then say that those that are making accusations of fraud are crybabies, are totalitarians. They're refusing to leave office like Donald J. Trump. He won't concede. They want you to think it's over. They've wanted you to think this is over for a couple of times. I'm not saying it's not—I mean, uh, looking this in the eye for— for the trump team is not an overwhelming and intimidating i don't want to say intimidating trump doesn't get intimidated but a, a very difficult road to hoe so to speak i don't want to convey that because this is this is challenging because you're you're ultimately depending upon the willpower of politicians who've candidly have shown that they are uh, interested in nothing more than protecting their own jobs first and foremost and some of them that the that's where it stops I've, I've got the job, let me keep the job. What do I have to do to keep the job? What do I have to say? Got it. How much money can I get? If I'm going to lose my job potentially, can I also get an appointment to you know, some ambassadorship or can I get some other job in the bureaucratic deep state? What do I have to do to comply to keep in, keep in your good graces so if I do get pushed out of office, you'll take care of me. This is my retirement. This is my career path. Founders never intended for service, quote-unquote service in politics, especially federal politics, to be a a career path. They didn't expect that. They didn't expect people to come in to government, be quote-unquote public servants, and then suddenly come out millionaires. Come in with nothing, be a quote-unquote public servant, just serving the people, and then come out a multimillionaire with with uh, book deals and then being set up with life for with, with these uh, incredible retirement plans and all this sort of stuff. That's not what they expected, but that's what we've got. That's what we've got. And so you can see why they want to hang on so desperately. Whatever the cost, they don't care as long as it personally benefits them. This, this, this is describes more politicians of both parties than I care to admit. It sickens me, it saddens me. But I mean, you know, just because I'm conservative, not bitter, doesn't mean that I ignore reality. This is reality. We can't get bitter about it and throw our our towel in and give up and think that this is over. More light is what is needed. More truth is what is needed. There's a lot of people out there that are just misled. There's a lot. There's more people than I care to admit that are out there that want to engage in uh, deceit and they want to be a party of this uh, of this nonsense, of this evil that we're seeing around the country at all levels. But there's a lot of people who are just confused, and we've got to get the truth to them so that they can see and be awakened, that they can join us in holding these jokers accountable, exposing these jokers, and getting this nation back to her constitutional roots. i got to take a break. Come back here, talk a little bit about journalism. You're listening to Conservative Not Better Talk. I am your host, Todd Huff, back here in just a minute. Welcome back. It has been brought to my attention here in our studio. I've gone the whole program, and I didn't notice this. I did not notice this. I'm going to switch for those of you that are watching on YouTube or wherever you're watching. You see Mike Mannequin back here, our model for the program. He's got, you see that? Elf on the shelf. That is Jingle. Oz is zoomed in tight on Jingle. Jingle is on the shoulder of Mike Mannequin. And I also see one of my daughters has put her little fabric birds on the official Tothuff Show t shirt that Mike is wearing. But anyway, that is Jingle back there. Thank you, Oz. That's Jingle back there. You can't see him except for what Oz just did there. But I want to talk really briefly about journalism journalism is largely dead unfortunately in this country and we have to come to grips with this there's a lot of reasons for that russia's articulated many of these one reason one reason is that people go into journalism because they quote unquote want to change the world meaning they want to take students will say this i want to i want to impact the world i want to tell people what's you know, what's important. Really, what they want to do is tell people what to think about what's going on in the world, which is fine, but that's not journalism. That's what we do on here. What's funny is I think that I'm less biased. I think I can be more fair than these journalists. But then again, when I come at it, I can say, look, I'm coming on here to talk to you from a conservative perspective. And then I can say, let me tell you as best I can what's happening in the news, whether it's, you know, say with the Electoral College or whatever. I, I can share with you um, as best I can the realities and then tell you what I think. They don't even it, – it, it's, it's so much more dangerous to a free society, especially when you have disengaged people who think they're listening to someone simply tell them what's going on when in reality they're making them think a certain way. And that's what we've got in this country today. That's why we get the whole office of the president-elect, which by the way – we are broadcasting live from the office of the potential future president elect. Um, why not? That's the way that this works. I got to take a break, but journalism is largely dead in this country. And when there's no journalism, it's hard to get to the truth. It's all it's all it all becomes a game at that point. And that's where we are unfortunately. Got to take a break back here in just a minute. No, it just occurred to me for those of you that were listening last segment or watching last segment on, on Facebook or YouTube or wherever we're streaming here. For those that um, have seen Jingle, Jingle is Elf on a Shelf here in the Huff household. He has decided to get up on Mike Manikin's shoulder, which I didn't even know that he was there until about, I don't know, 10 minutes ago. But as I look at this, it appears to me that he may be trying to impersonate Joe Biden. He's up close and personal. Looks like he may have his hands on Mike's shoulders, giving him a nice little back rub. Mike is bald, so I don't know what hair. I guess he's sniffing his beard. I don't know. Crazy stuff here happening in the studios. Gotta go. Thanks for listening. SDG. See you tomorrow. Take care.